Welcome to the Unstoppable Yes You podcast, where we celebrate the achievements of Caribbean people to inspire the next generation. I'm your host, Carlos Philip, bringing you a new series that gives you a peek into the lives of social content creators. In this series, you will learn how our guests use their passion and expertise to build a name for themselves, a community of loyal fans, and in some cases, to secure major brand collaborations. Today, I'm speaking with Summer Corbin. Summer is a phenomenal cosplay model that goes by the name at Summer Drew. Combining her love of makeup and anime, Summer brings her characters to life with incredible detail. Her wide range of cute looks has helped her amass over 400,000 followers on TikTok. Yes, you heard me, 400,000. Welcome, Summer. Hi, it's so nice to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So, Summer, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into cosplay. Well, I'm a junior at Howard University. I major in public relations and I'm a Japanese minor. I was born in Florida, but I'm currently staying in the DMV, and my mom is from the Virgin Islands. Um, I've only been there a few times, but the times I have been there, it's been really beautiful, and I cannot wait to go back. Favorite part about it is the community aspect. Everybody is so loving and caring for each other, and it really does give a sense of home, even though I wasn't physically born there. Awesome. So how did you um, get started in cosplaying? Well, I used to be a cheerleader for about... 11, 12 years, and it was super fun. I loved the performance aspect of it, and I've always been watching anime and anything that related to it. So the performance aspect, the makeup, and the anime kind of combined into one, and I did my first cosplay when I was like 15, so I've been cosplaying for like five years now. <laughs> and from there, it just got so much better. I started doing it more and more, and I really started to immerse myself into it. And from there, it just became what it is today. So for people who are not familiar with cosplay, briefly describe what it is. Cosplay is essentially the act of dressing up as a character from any media source. It can be a movie, an anime, a manga, a book, or even an original character, which some people do. Uh, so yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and what are some of your favorite personas? So I actually have an OC, which is an original character. Her name is Mochi. She's a cow. She's a strawberry cow specifically. So I really like cosplaying her. And I like cosplaying Siyu Asui from My Hero Academia and Bokuto from Haikyuu. So an original character. Tell us a little bit about that and how you came about to create in this character. Well, I've seen a lot of my friends on TikTok have OCs and I was like, I want to do that. I want to check it out. And the first thing that came to mind for literally no reason is just a cow because I think that cows are cute and adorable. So I was like, I'm going to do this cow makeup. And I did it and I was like, this is my favorite thing ever. I have to create a name for her. I have to work on her backstory. I'm still working on her backstory. So everything isn't finalized yet, but I really want to produce more emoji content in the future. Tell us a little bit about the type of content you produce overall. So I use, I mostly make TikToks about the characters that I cosplay. Uh, they're usually me lip syncing to an audio that I think the character would resonate well with or something like that. And I take pictures as well, but it's mainly the performance aspect on TikTok that is my favorite. Even with Mochi, I use audios that I think reflect the character well. That way I'm not just like, lip syncing to random songs it makes sense 
with the audios that I'm doing the characters with. Yeah, and I've seen a few of them, and I, I have to say, you do a phenomenal job. I mean, your lip syncing is on point. You know, dressing up as your favorite characters looks so glamorous, and I'm sure it's a lot of work. On average, how long does it take to transform into a character? So depending on the character, it can take me anywhere from one hour to six hours. It really just depends on what I'm doing specifically. So if it's a body paint character where I have to like change my skin tone to like pink or blue, that's where it's going to take around six hours because I have to make the base. I have to blend it. I have to like essentially create a new face for myself. And then I also have to do the background work on the character. So before I cosplay a character, I make sure I know who the character is what type of person they are, how I think they would do their makeup, because all of that influences how I'm going to do the cosplay and which audios I'm going to use and what I'm going to do in the character specifically. And do you try to, when you do the characters, do the characters to the T, meaning verbatim, or do you try to give it you know, your own special summer twist? I started off trying to do it verbatim, but I think it's a lot more fun to add your own twist to the characters, especially um, when it comes to hair, because I'm a black woman and a lot of the times I don't want to wear a straight wig. So a lot of my characters have Afro wigs, even though in the original source they have straight hair. And I think it just makes it a lot more fun and a lot more personalized because at the end of the day, cosplay is a reflection of what you think the character is, how you think they act and how you want to portray them. That makes sense. You know, and I've seen cosplay grown tremendously over the years. I mean, even some of the A-list actors are doing um, cosplay, you know, just casually, right? Um, and getting more involved into it. Uh, do you have any um, favorite actor or actress that you've seen that have um, done cosplay as well? I don't have a favorite actor or actress, but my favorite, I guess, celebrity would be Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, she raps a lot about anime in her music and she's actually done cosplays of characters from my hero academia she even cosplayed Todoroki on the cover of a magazine and i thought that was super cool because there's not a lot of predominant black women in the cosplay community because of the racism that we face so seeing that seeing someone with so much influence do that on such a big platform was really inspiring and i love that so much so you mentioned earlier that you know you give it your own spin with your Afro wigs and things that are authentically you. Um, which brings me to my next question. So how were your transformations first received? When I was cosplaying when I was around 15, they were positive at first, but then on Twitter, it's kind of hard because when someone retweets you, you can end up on anyone's timeline. Like, so if someone who saw it didn't really understand the content or didn't know the character or something like that, their first reaction would to be, oh, what is this? This is weird. And a lot of people would just leave a lot of negative comments or even about the makeup itself. It wasn't always a positive space, especially when it came to racism in the cosplay community. People be like, oh, that character is not black. You can't cosplay them oh like it was just all over the place it was really unfortunate what would happen on twitter <laughs> what was that first character that you portrayed that you felt garnered the negative comments i think it was the first cosplay that i did in general which was of sasuke from naruto but it was specifically like a shoulder up picture of the markings that he had on his face because he has like a special type of scar that I did because I wasn't fully into cosplay at the moment. So I wasn't doing the costume then. 
And people were just in my comments being extremely racist and some people even like fat phobic. And it was very, it was just not a good space at all. Even though the post itself did well and there was a lot of positivity, there was tons of negativity. And so what, what action did you take as a result of that? At first I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to deal with it. But then at the same time, it took me a while, but I realized that I don't really care about what they're talking about. And racist people are in every circle, regardless of what you do, unfortunately. So I just like to continue on and keep pushing on. Yeah, you know, I was doing some research on cosplay and just black cosplay models in general. And, you know, it's consistent what you're saying, right? The racism, the sexism, the body shaming, even colorism, um, it's just consistent. And that's across male and female cosplayers. So um, hopefully the good outweighs the bad just based on your experience. It does, definitely. There's tons of support and I'm so appreciative for it. Summer, you have over 400,000 fans on TikTok, which is insane. And 23,000 on Instagram, respectively. So is there a growing movement in support of Black cosplayers? A hundred percent. When I first started, I felt like there was no Black cosplayers. I barely saw any. And maybe it's because I wasn't interacting with the content enough. I'm not sure. But now that like TikTok has blown up and I've seen more people and I follow a lot of Black cosplayers, it's so many and it's so amazing. You can tell that we all take inspiration from each other and we're all growing as a community and it's very supportive. We're very supportive of each other and I just love to see that. It's really amazing. Are there like subgroups within um, the social media platforms where you guys go and just talk to each other and share experiences or is it just primarily from your page 100% like people have different groups even not even just in the cosplay community the cosplay community is kind of mixed in with the anime and the gaming community so you have the people who play games and they stream on twitch you have people who cosplay but they don't do the costumes they focus more on body paint which is super cool so they'll like paint the lines on the cosplay and paint their entire face which I think is like amazing and then you have people who focus on the canon outfits which is like the exact outfit and trying to look exactly like the character which is fine too and you have people like me who want to look like the character but also want to put their own spin on it so there's so many different ways that people can cosplay and everybody just supports each other and it's such a loving community and how did you go about building your community you, you mentioned that you've been doing it for five years so at first it was just a hobby and it still kind of is a hobby but i'd like it to be more of a career i guess but i really wasn't looking to build a community in the beginning i was just like hey i'm doing this cool thing i'd like to share it with you guys and i started to get a certain amount of attention so i just started growing from there it wasn't an intentional thing in the beginning but now where i am it kind of is intentional because i want it to work out but at the same time i love it so it's not like painful to do like i really love doing it so regardless i'm gonna post the cosplay <laughs> and how often do you post a week so on tiktok i post probably about every day um i have drafts so i don't necessarily cosplay every day but i have videos in my folders that i can post if i don't feel like cosplaying that day on instagram it's probably around two to three times a month just because it's instagram and i don't always take new pictures for new cosplays and Twitter, I probably post about 
once or twice a week picture wise otherwise i usually just always make tweets about random stuff like anime and whatnot i've seen just from looking at your content that you've definitely gotten better over time so what did you do to hone your skills in terms of people that you watched or events that you attended Honestly, I just kept doing it over and over and over again. And I know that everyone says it, but it really is practice makes perfect. There's there's cosplays that I've done about five times and each time it gets better because I know what I want to do. I know what I didn't like that I did last time and I changed it and I just tried. There's days where I would put on the cosplay and I hate it so much and I won't post anything about it. And at first I'd be like, oh, I wasted the day. I didn't do anything. But that is not the case because I did not waste the day. I learned from the experience. And I upgraded it for next time so that when I do post the product, it looks good and I like the way it looks. And before the pandemic, of course, there were a lot of events for people that are into cosplay. And I've been to Comic-Con a few times as well. And it's just incredible to see the transformation. What events have you attended and how did they inspire you? And what was the reception when you attended? So I went to my first anime convention when I was like 15 or 16. Uh, it was Otakon actually in DC and it was pretty small and I didn't cosplay there because I wasn't like comfortable cosplaying in public yet. But when I got there, it probably changed my world because I saw all these cosplayers with these big props with their makeup done. Everybody looked so great. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And next time I go to a convention, that's what I will do. So I went to Anime NYC recently and I did that. I cosplayed it was so great. I made one of my costumes myself. The other ones were just super cute. And it was such a good experience to see all the people and even meet my friends that I have met on TikTok. What costumes did you wear at the event? So it's a three-day event. The first day I wore Kinoko Komori from My Hero Academia. The second day I wore Hawks from My Hero Academia. And the third day I wore Haru from Beastars. I know you've amassed so many fans, so I'm sure you get inquiries. So what type of questions do you get from your fans? Most of the questions I get are makeup, hair, and just starting questions. So they'll ask me where I get my wigs from. And most of them are from Kimbeckled, which is actually a brand that my friend runs where they make Afro wigs, which is super cool. So if you get the chance, you should check it out. The other way, it's like they'll ask how I do my makeup. And I try to do makeup tutorials, but I'm really bad at them, <laughs> but I'm working on them. And people seem to love them. So I'm hoping to make more makeup content on TikTok. And they also asked me where to get started as a cosplayer and like where to get costumes and stuff. So I answer those questions and I always say when you're starting as a cosplayer, just don't focus on looking exactly like the character because at the end of the day, that is not the goal. And really don't focus on numbers because so many people post on TikTok or any social media platform and they're like, oh, I only got this amount of likes, so my cosplay doesn't look good. That is not the case. The algorithm on TikTok and any other social media app is constantly changing. Just because you don't look get a certain amount of likes does not mean that your post is not good. It does not mean that your cosplay is not good. It just means you didn't get a lot of likes, period. Like, you can still be a great cosplayer and not have to be, like, famous on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I think the important thing is just really enjoying what you're doing, right? Because... If you're doing it specifically for the likes or specifically for the, the follower growth and you're not seeing that at the pace that you would like to see it, I could see how for some people that can be disappointing. So to your point, totally agree. If you're doing anything from a social content or just in general, 
anything that you're doing, do it for the enjoyment of it because success is not overnight, right? It's something that takes time and you have to stick with it. Summer, with such a sizable social media following and fan base, I'm sure brands have started to take notice. What are some of the things that you look for in a collaboration? And are you working with any brands currently? Uh, well, I'm working with the wig brand, Kimbeckled, which is like my favorite brand to be working for because there was really a lack of Afro wigs for Black cosplayers in the community. So being able to see them do that is super amazing, and I love it. And I really... When I want to work with brands, I really look at what they're doing for the community and the type of content that they're creating. So if they're doing something and I feel like it's negative for the community, I will not engage with it. But if they're doing something and I feel like I can make a difference in the community and people would love it, I definitely will endorse it. I don't endorse anything that I don't personally use because I don't want to be the type of person or the type of influencer to be like, hey, guys, I use this product. You guys should use it. And I don't use the product and the product is bad. Tell us about how you landed that brand deal. So I'm actually mutuals with the person who runs the brand on Twitter and TikTok. And they had messaged me. Apparently, their wigs had actually been stolen from a company on Amazon. And I had been getting the same type of wig off of Amazon because obviously I didn't know. And they emailed me and they were like, hey, I seen that you've been wearing our wigs. You know, they've been stolen, this and that. And I was like, oh, that's terrible. Like, I immediately stopped buying them from Amazon and they were like, you can work with us if you want. And I was like, for sure, definitely. So I've been promoting them instead of the Amazon brand because it's so important to support Black businesses. Good for you. If you had to think about other brands that you'd want to work with, what others come to mind? Definitely gaming brands like Yuachan, which is like they make headsets and any other cosplay brands like MIC Costumes, Cause Gear. Just sites that make cosplay props, cosplay wigs, cosplay outfits, anything like that I'd love to work with. Even contact companies that make specific cosplay contacts for specific characters that you wouldn't like see at the store or something. Got it. You mentioned that, you know, you, you, you've been doing this as a hobby, right? And you're a full-time student. Interestingly enough, you're minoring in Japanese. So I feel like there's that synergy right there, right? And this is something that you'd like to continue to do. And with anything, it's feast of famine, especially in the cosplay industry. So are you willing to, you know, as a digital content creator, invest your time and energy to do this long term? Like, are you in for the long haul? A hundred percent. Cosplaying is what I like to do the most. And even with Twitch, which is something that I'd like to start doing, which is like streaming on Twitch, like games and stuff like that. With that stuff, it's my favorite stuff to do. There's nothing that makes me happier. So if I could do what makes me happy and make a career out of it at the same time, that would be ideal. I think that's ideal for everybody. Everybody wants to do what they love while being able to make a stable living for themselves. So I hope that that's my future. So you mentioned Twitch. What are some of the monetization opportunities available to cosplayers on Twitch? So on Twitch, you can play games, you can just chat and you have like a live chat and they get to talk to you while you're on video. So you can become an affiliate, which is like people can subscribe to you monthly and they like get access to additional content on Twitch. And you can also become a partner where you get money for ads and anything like that. So Twitch is a really good spot for influencers who want to like talk to their community, have fun with their community and still like get a good amount of payout. 
What advice would you give to another young person like yourself that that's interested in cosplay or just social content creation? Sort of like what we were talking about earlier, you really don't want to be in it for attention or money or anything like that because at the end of the day, cosplay is a hobby. So if you're not having fun, people will be able to tell and you're not having fun. So what's the point of doing it? Like I said, I love cosplay so much. So when I post, I post because I love to post. I don't really have any ulterior motives or anything like that. So you really want to make sure that you're enjoying it. And you don't want to let negative comments get to you. No matter what you do, somebody is going to have something negative to say. And if you let it get to you, you will literally never be happy. So you just have to ignore them and keep on pushing. Because at the end of the day, if you're having fun, that's all that matters. Summer, thanks for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. It was nice being here. To our Unstoppable Yes You Tribe, thanks for your continued support. If you found this episode valuable, please go ahead, share it. You never know who you may inspire with this story. If you are new to the Unstoppable Yes You podcast, to receive new episodes as they drop, subscribe to our newsletter at unstoppableyesu.com or via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Red Circle. Also, don't forget to check out UnstoppableYesU.com for weekly profile articles about people of Caribbean heritage who are making their mark in their communities and around the globe. 